Hi guys, thanks so much for clicking on us, listening to the first ever Frog Kissing Podcast, a Muppet podcast for everyone. A couple of quick things, we know the audio is weird and wonky. Uh, we tried for like five hours to, to get it right, Julia ran out, bought a new sound card, still didn't work, we're gonna fix that, hopefully pretty soon. Um, big thank you to everybody who stuck with us for the five months that we spent from announcing it to actually putting it out. Big giant thank you to everybody that sent in questions, comments, good wishes, supported us, everything, all that stuff. We hope we didn't disappoint you too bad. Uh, we hope that the next one will be even better and we hope that it will from, you know, the su continued support from viewers like you. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the first, very first episode. Okay, I'm recording now. I'm starting to. Do we, do we just want to do like a, hey guys, welcome. I just forgot our podcast's name. Frog kissing. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> yeah. That should be, that, that's we a, need that to keep that. <laughs> We're keeping yep, this part. That's it. We're going. We're going. <laughs> Hi. Frog kissing podcast. Yeah. Remember, remember that name that we came up with like five months um, ago like half a year we, ago that we recorded yeah because you first suggested the podcast what back in september yeah it was september it was probably a week before jim and steve's birthday because i said wouldn't it be cool if we had it out on his birthday <laughs> that didn't <laughs> happen <laughs> See, and I remember exactly where I was. I was in a hostel here in Wellington, and I was sitting on the top bunk, and I was just like, oh my gosh, yes, this is going to happen sometime really soon. <laughs> cut, cut to, you know, six six months later? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't, I was like, I said that we would announce it on his birthday. And Which we, we did. did. We did that. Cause so we were able to announce it, first, and then we made the everyone part. wait forever i know like this is why we have 35 twitter followers on there now no we have 50 now we, we have do? 50 oh my god twitter yeah. followers. it was my it was my hashtag muppets most wanted that was it and my following about 50 people i'm sure i just had a lot of people like who were like is it still gonna happen and i'm just like yes we're gonna have oh, a yeah. ladies podcast on muppets i just don't know when it's gonna when it's gonna go well it's not like we haven't been trying it's Obviously. true. We have we have attempted many times to start this. We've tried a lot. Should we do like proper introductions now, where we introduce yeah, I guess ourselves? So they, yeah, so they know who the hell where they're listening to. Uh, my name is Laura. I live in North Carolina. Um, I'm Julia. I am 23, and I am currently living in New Zealand, Middle Earth, where I am right. Middle Earth, okay. Um, and for a living at this time, I knock on doors and get people to sign up and help charity, and it's a fun job. Um, and usher sheep off of porches and that kind of thing. It's I only happened once so far. I, I don't care. It's a sheep on a porch. That's the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. It was so weird. Um, what else? I graduated from university last year with a double major in creative writing and theater, and my contributions to the Muppet community are that I run the Tumblr Never Too Old to Love Muppets. I write for Tough Pigs on occasion, and I'm currently writing a piece for them that will appear sometime in the next week or two. And um, I have a Muppet slam poem called Where the Fraggles Roam that a lot of people like and seem to know about. 
Yeah, like you should do that later. No, I mean, not and now, like but ham- another show. I was going to say, I also like hamburgers, because I love hamburgers. I know, you wanted to say that. There's a lack of hamburgers in New Zealand. That's not true, I just That's... haven't eaten any recently. Oh, okay, I was going to say, what? I can't send you a hamburger in the mail, woman. But technically I could, but it, was not, it would not be a good one. I don't want you to send me a hamburger. I'm sending you that pasta. Would... I have to get you some more mac and cheese, though, to replace that one. Pasta! So, um... what's, what's our first order of business? Well, that was pretty much our inner, like, I guess should we introduce, like, the show, yeah. kind of, like, why we want to do this and why oh, we... Oh, and I, and I don't know if I said it, because I mentioned it earlier when we weren't recording, that I mm-hmm. have, yeah, because I have MuppetMayhem.tumblr.com, that's mine. Yes, we run... That's mine. Two of, two, probably the two, would, would you say that we're the two most well-known tumblers on Tumblr for Muppets? Uh, yeah, probably next to Tough Pigs and the official Muppets one and the Muppet Wiki and Muppet Mindset. <laughs> okay, but we're... I don't know. Like, I don't know we're, where we're pretty, ranking is. We're pretty well known. I yeah. Just hit, I, we're I older hit... than all of them, that's for sure. It's, we've been maybe, around longer. I don't know, maybe Ryan might have been on there still, but I don't know if his Muppet one was. Ryan Doe's. Oh, no, he didn't have a Tumblr for... I have to remember until... to clarify recently um yeah no because i know you were around before me on tumblr for muppets but no i wasn't did i start you my muppet first. tumblr before you mm-hmm. was i yep i did not know that awesome yep. i i'm pretty sure you i'm did. a pi- i'm a pioneer a pirate a pioneer pioneer yeah it's like a pirate pioneer exactly yeah i think you were <laughs> pretty, pretty sure you were i started on may 25th uh some years ago I started September 2011. Yeah, and... I think I think yeah, I think I started in mine in 2012 in May. Yeah, and so I just I think and I just cracked uh, 3,000 followers recently. Yay! So, boom! I didn't People look at how many I have, but it's not a competition. It's not so a competition. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> but back on track. Um, basically, you brought up the idea of us doing a podcast together. In, back in September, yep. and I was immediately just like, yes, we and should I said, do that. I said, that would be a cool thing to do, and I did not for a second think I was going to do it alone. I knew I was going to do it with Julia. I knew Aww. I was going to do it with you. Aww. And I just remember that it really appealed to me because nothing against like any of the guys, but a lot of the Muppet fan stuff that you see in the community is primarily guys. Which yeah. is really cool because I love them all to pieces, but you don't get too many girls, feminine ladies, females, feminine um, lady people. Pretty much, um, kind of heading things like this, and so I thought it was kind of cool for, I don't know, for yeah. two ladies to just and, talk about Muppets. And yeah, technically, well, I mean, we're not working for them, which is great. <laughs> But we yes, are working we're, with them, which is we're associated awesome. with Tough Pigs, which I yeah. love because I love yeah. I love Joe and Ryan and everyone over at Tough Pigs because they're amazing. Yeah, and I and I initially th- uh, thought of asking them to help us with this, and then I was I remember like, we eh. talked about that. Yeah, but I remember <laughs> it was a big debate about like should we be totally affiliated with them and they get kind of they're in charge or, but yeah. I like. We're associated with them, and we talk about tough pigs, and they're awesome. Yeah. And but they're, it's still our baby. And I, it, it's occurred to me because I was thinking about this. I've I've known 
the people there, uh, well, I've been there off and on for probably almost 12 or 13 years now. Yeah, you beat me by a long shot. I because, think I joined December? Yeah. yeah, I joined December 2011. I don't remember when I joined because I've had like three different names on there. The one that I have now <laughs> is the longest one that I've had since like 2005. But I do remember being on there when I was still in high school because Emma Shane sent me um, this these she in the mail old school in the mail these photocopied articles that she had about Steve Whitmire and uh, Louise Gold. Oh, nice! To help to help with my uh, report that I was doing for high school for English class. Were you ever? Were you ever on Muppet Central? Yeah, that's where I started, basically. That's where I started, and I was there for a year, and then I migrated to Tough Pigs. Yeah. And I got a lot of stuff from Tough Pigs, I mean, for, not from Tough Pigs, but from Muppet Central for my article as well. From the interviews, the Kin Flume interviews were fantastic. If you people haven't read those yet, you need to, because yes. they're awesome. Uh, Muppet Central, they're, prob they're like, you know, 10 years old or more now, but they're really good. The thing I about think, Muppet Central, like... I think more than like, that. Def... I think they're, like, from the 90s. They're, they've <laughs> been they're around for a while. Cool. They have. And, I mean, I'm not I'm not really on Muppet Central anymore, but the thing about them is I remember when I first discovered the Muppets, like, and I was, like, so enamored... Well, not discovered them. I first kind of rekindled the love of them. And I, yeah. I became obsessed with them. I was just like, but this is such a weird thing to be obsessed with. I'm not going to find anybody to connect with about it. Mm -hmm. But then I found Muppet Central, because I was, like, I was... Googling something about, like, I think I discovered they had interviewed Jerry Nelson or something, and I went to there, and I was like, oh, it's a forum. Yeah. I'm going to join with this, and that's pretty much what got me going and kept me going. and Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so I owe a lot to Muppet Central, they, and I met a lot of really great people over there. Yeah, that that's where, with. like, and I'm trying to think of, like, what when I rediscover it. I don't think that there was ever a time where it wasn't in my in the forefront of my mind all the time. Um, like the story I told you about Jim Henson Hour, watching that, staying yeah. up, past my bedtime. Um, I have I have folders still from like second grade where I drew Jim Henson's face and several Aww. different Muppets. I know it was like the most precious thing ever. I was like, oh, I am so adorable. Look at these. I can't really draw that well, but you know, I tried, and it was so cute. Um. But yeah, I mean, and especially uh, around the early to mid-90s when Nickelodeon was doing that Sunday Night Muppets. Uh, I was around mm -hmm. 10 or so then. So yeah. They kind of, like, it's it's still been there. Um, and yeah. Even, and even when it wasn't the company moving around and everything, when they weren't producing a whole lot of stuff. And I, and I evidently, we saw Muppet Christmas Carol in the theaters I don't remember seeing Muppet Treasure Island in the theaters. I don't remember seeing Muppet Muppets from Space in the theaters. Then again, I have a really shit memory, but they were still kind of around. I definitely didn't see Muppet Christmas Carol in theaters because I was two. Because you were but too I, young. Yeah, no. I I do remember seeing Muppet Treasure Island because I remember being scared of like during Miss Peek. It's long because I thought they were gonna die. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was I was what like five or six and so you were I a baby. I was a kid and I did see Muppets um, from Space in yeah. theaters. But um, whereas you're yeah because you've always kind of 
been a Muppet fan like, yeah. and, consistently. And me and yeah, me and my brother, he's he's four years older than me, and we grew yeah. up on that. My mom consciously, like, she would record stuff on the, you know, on television, and that's what we would have on VHS. We didn't have a lot of, like, actual store-bought VHSs. It was just a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff that my mom recorded for us. We, we did a lot of that, too. That's how I had, like, Mr. Willoughby's Christmas tree growing up. Wow. See, uh-huh. you got that. <laughs> I watched that recently. It was a bit weird. Oh, it's really weird, but I have some sentimental attachment to it. So no, I, I understand. I understand. But no, it's interesting because like where you, whereas you had the Muppets kind of consistently through your life, I loved them as a kid, and then and I then did disappeared not. for a while. Yeah. Like it's it's not that I stopped liking them. I just they weren't really at the forefront of my mind. And then, yeah. come turning like twenty years old, I got strep throat and I was stuck in bed uh. for a week, and I discovered I like started watching Muppet movies and then I started watching the Muppet show and Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. I remember being like so sick and going on the Muppet wiki and memorizing all the Muppeteers names and the characters and just becoming fascinated with this facet of the Muppets I never really thought about which about yeah. the performers and just becoming obsessed with the people. Yeah. And so I don't know, learning about that really brought me into the community. And also the fact that I think the Muppet fandom is probably the best fandom out there. Not yes. to be biased, but no, um yeah. like Every every person in the Muppet fandom is like hilarious and intelligent and nice, yeah. which you don't get in a lot of the fandoms. And what I and what I especially like about Tough Pigs, the that community in particular, if you're a dick, you're not gonna last long there. No. You just end up disappearing <laughs> mysteriously and we never hear from Pre- you again. Pretty much. Or if you're a dick <laughs> like everyone just calls you out and yeah. is a, is sarcastic uh, and wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and I think that's funny what you say about the Muppet performers, because, like, I've always known, you know, Steve Whitmire was Bean Bunny, and, and, mm-hmm. and Kevin was Elmo, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Because um, that's Which always that... been the an attraction for me, I guess, was knowing who these people were that actually did this. And I think a lot of that was because of that Jim Henson Hour episode. Was yeah, that, and see, the Muppets. I, I never saw that you episode, that, yeah. so... Yeah, and I can remember also when I had strep throat, I was kind of discovering my obsession. Like, I watched a lot of the clips from, like, Jim Henson's memorial, and I saw, like, the whole medley yeah. that they do. And I kind of, that's the first time I really saw the other performers, because obviously I knew a lot about, like, Jim Henson and Frank Oz. Yeah. But that was the first time I saw, you know, like, Richard and Steve and Dave, and I was like, oh, I never even, like, thought about, you know, how it's a really tight knit group of people, and they were obviously, like, all friends and. Jim's yeah. passing really affected all of them, and then I cried a lot, <laughs> which is how, like, most of my stories end, with me crying. Yeah. Updates on what's going on in Muppet, Fraggle, Sesame News. Yeah. Hey, There's a movie hey, co- hey Julia, what? did you uh, know? What? Did I know what? There's a book out on Jim Henson. No. And oh, it's I a biography. <laughs> I almost broke our swearing thing um really I've, I've girl i've sworn twice already i think you're fine have we already been oh okay yeah really I've, a biography yeah no, i'm trying to go back to the shtick when did this biography come out a long five months ago no more than five months ago a long five... time ago september was it was it when we first thought about doing this podcast it was it was it was when we announced it and, and did we plan on talking it. a ton of even though neither of us actually had the book, we totally did. I didn't get the book and, until Christmas. 
I haven't I'm, read the book. You haven't read it at all on your Kindle. It never downloaded on my Kindle for some reason. Oh yeah, I you did have weird reasons that. with it. Cause you're in Middle Earth. Yeah. Middle Earth. You gotta go and... to. You gotta go to Elrond to get that shit fixed. It's just gonna be a really <laughs> weird process. You gotta wait until I, like I Durin's did... day for it to work. It's gonna be a hassle. I'm telling you. Yep. Pretty much. I did try to get it from the library, but you have to pay to reserve books in New Zealand libraries, what? which is dumb. So. The library is supposed that. to be free. That's the whole. That's the library's whole deal. Is that it is free. Tell, tell it to New Zealand. Uh. Um, I have not read it yet. I actually tried to purchase it recently, but the both bookstores I went into didn't have it. So mm-hmm. thanks, New Zealand. But you are currently reading it. I am halfway through. How? I am without spoiling uh, things. I am. I am on. Uh, I'm currently up to year 1981. They're still planning out uh, Fraggle Rock. Nice. And still planning out the Dark Crystal. Have you learned a lot of new things that you didn't know about Jim Henson? There's different stuff that you kind of think that you knew about the whole time, and Jim in particular, that you think, like, oh yeah, you knew he's he's kind of like this and kind of like this and this kind of figure. But it gets really in-depth and trying to think of like the word. Not animosity. But the jealousy mm-hmm. that would happen between London and New York people and, uh, oh. like, when – because when Jim was in one place, he wasn't in the other place. And everybody kind of pining for his attention because I didn't he was, even think he about was the that. guy. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's exactly the reaction that you have is that, oh, yeah, that would happen, wouldn't it? Because, you know, you think of your own experience and, and the, the person that is your boss that you look up to that you don't want to disappoint them and you want their approval for stuff. And when they're not around, you do feel a little bit neglected and and with not getting that and not, you know, them being encouraging to you and that kind of thing, which, you know, he physically like could not do all the time. Yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that, so that was like, that was happening when like the Muppet show was still going on and Sesame street was still going on. And it's starting to happen with, people working on the dark crystal and people working on the great Muppet caper where that's like yeah. the great Muppet caper is getting pushed to aside a little bit because Jim is so focused on getting the dark crystal made, even though there's not a whole lot of like story or anything like nailed down yet. It's kind of okay. still, it was still kind of really fragmented at the time, um, which I think shows in the movie because that's, I think that was where, I think that's a, what a lot of people agree on about the Dark Crystal, is that visually it's stunning, and it's and it looks amazing, and it's awesome, but the story is slow and kind of dry. Yeah, I've only seen it a couple times, but it bores me every time. I need to rewatch it because it's been a couple of years, but... Yeah. Yeah. I have it. Pretty much. I do, it doesn't mean I don't have it. I, I do have it. And, you know, <laughs> there's some people that love it to death, and... I know. I'm very I wish, well aware. I wish I could see it like they do, because that would be great. So what else is new? That movie. Um, the I movie. Guess that movie comes out pretty soon. When does it? When does it come out in the states? It comes I don't out. Remember. Under... <laughs> You're in the I think, states. I know. I think it's the 23rd or the 21st or something. I was gonna say the 21st. So that's. I think it's the 21st of March. Yeah. It doesn't come out in. I don't actually know when it comes out in New Zealand. So never mind. So there. Um, it comes well. I do know it comes out like April tenth. I want to say. Yeah. So I think it is <laughs> but, the twenty first. Yeah. So that's coming out soon, and obviously there's been a lot of 
interviews on, like, I know Gonzo and Stan the Eagle were on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. And Tina Fey was on Jimmy Fallon. And they talked about the movie. And Fozzie and somebody else is going to be on Arsenio tonight, I'm pretty sure. And Or they were on last night. I just missed it. That's going to be exciting when that film comes so, out. Because I... So I'm yay! Forward to it. Uh, yay movie. The people that you've already watched it by the time you're listening to this, because it's already happened. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, when I'm put this out probably in a couple. Ho- hopefully, hopefully we'll get it out sometime soon. Yeah, we figure we'll out what, see. what we're doing with that. Yep. So um, the book and the movie. I have you listened? Have you heard? You know what I was doing when you called the first time, three what? hours ago. Um, I was listening to. The we're doing a sequel trailer, I have, which has that I song. I have listened. I have listened to you we're did? doing a sequel. Okay. I it's, like it. I know, me too. It's very. Um, it reminds me of Hey a Movie. Yeah. Quite a lot where it's very much breaking the fourth wall well, and yeah. acknowledging, hey, we're doing another movie. Yeah, but it sounds. It sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like something from the but, old movies. But yeah, really no, it, like. it does. Sound like that, definitely. Which, while and, yeah, while I liked, I did like the songs that were in the Muppets. I don't think they sounded like the old ones, very much at all. Which I think was fine, but sound like fly the they sound like fly the cops, which it's you're breaking up bad. Glados is melting down. What what just okay. happened? I don't know. All right, so what were you saying? Because I missed that entire thing. I was saying that the songs in the Muppets sound a lot like um, Fly of the Concord songs. Yeah. Me and my friend just had we had a conversation about that the other day. How she didn't know Brett McKenzie mm-hmm. wrote the music, but as she was watching the film, she was like, yeah. "This sounds like music that would be in a Fly of the Concords episode." Wow. Yeah. Pretty so much. I think maybe he's figured out how to move away from that, which is good. Yeah, because we're, do, we're doing a sequel definitely sounds like something that would be in one of the earlier Muppet films, yeah, which is I cool. Like that. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so... Manor Muppet, yeah, it really does sound Fly of the Concords-ish. Especially I, I still can't believe Manor Muppet has an Oscar. That's awesome. It's it's really awesome, although... I, Their competition I... wasn't too stiff, so I think they're no, that, right. that's <laughs> very true. I thought that... Um, Life's a Happy Song was going to get it, actually. Like, yeah, I, I, really, was... I like that one. I like that one better than... I Manor listen Muppet. to it more often. It just it has more of an Oscar-winning feel to it. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a little bit more serious, just a little bit. Yeah. Whereas Man or Muppet's a little ridiculous, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, they have an Oscar, Look, so that's all I care about. Dude, <laughs> Lynn Deer has an Oscar. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Our last piece of updated news is that Tough Pigs is doing the Muppet Vault. Yep. It's ha- happening on March 19th at 7.30 p.m. in Brooklyn, and it's called the Big Muppet Quiz Thing, and they're going to do a bunch of, like, quiz questions and um, – quiz questions, that's repetitive um, – ah. trivia questions, and, yeah, pretty much just kind of celebrating the upcoming film, and there will be prizes, and it's going to be hosted by Tough Pigs. So quiz, yeah, go quiz to Quiz questions. Is that, like, money dollars? Um, I don't, they didn't say what the prizes were. It's, they just said tons of great prizes. I said quiz questions. Is that like money dollars? Oh, oh, I wasn't. <laughs> I did that's not a tough comprehend fix thing. all what you meant. That's, that's yes. a tough fix joke. You remember. I do. 
I, I love that. I, I, I say that on, on occasion, like in real life. <laughs> it's like, how much money dollars is that? Yeah. <laughs> Not to, like to but, normal um, people, that would be weird, but to my friends. But yes, people should go. If you're in the New York area, go to the Muppet Vault because it will be awesome. I want to go one day. One day when I have money dollars <laughs> to make the trip. When I have when I have more money dollars and when I'm in the same. Yeah, when hemisphere. you're in the same country. Yeah, hemisphere. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, hmm. Anyway, keep keeping us on track. Moving right along. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, uh, uh. You see what you Muppet did. pun. Yay. Ho, ho. Yeah. Um, so pretty much we're doing character of the week yep. and what, what character did you choose to do, Laura? Cause it's I, your turn this week. I chose to do Vicky from the Jim Henson hour because I think out of the Jim, out of, out of the Jim Henson characters, out of a lot of characters, she is most like I am because I too was once a stage manager. No, but I just, I like her. She was really fun and it was kind of like they, they gave Fran Brill a character that was a little too much like Prairie Dawn, you know? Yeah. They tried to like recapture that magic. She wasn't she wasn't she was like she was kinda like Prairie Dawn grown up. Maybe not it's, as O C D as she is. It, it's funny you say that because we had someone write in, um, Robin, who her um her Tumblr name is non Muppet Facts, which you guys should all check out. Um, she wrote, I feel like Prairie Dawn and Vicky could be sisters. They are very like-minded. Or perhaps Prairie Dawn decided to change her name when she grew up and became Vicky. So there you go. I think that's a bit of a stretch. But... I think it's, a, I think it's yeah. a bit of a stretch, too. But... Yeah, which... Oh, they could be, sis- they could be sisters, Which maybe. makes me think. I don't know too much about Vicky as a character. Um, she She's because... basically Prairie Dawn. Really? Yeah, that's true. I, like I mean, I... I've seen the, all of the Jim Henson Hour, as I was telling you earlier, but I've only seen all of it really once, and so I don't remember yeah. too much about Vicky besides that she was kind of the stage manager-esque person. Yeah. Um, and Fran played her, obviously. But, yeah, the, what what I remember from the Muppets, the secret of the Muppets. See, look at me calling Muppets secret again, because that's what Mom wrote on the VHS, and that was the only thing that was on there, and it was in pencil. And then one day, somebody recorded over it, and my world ended, and I'm not kidding. Aww. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, Vicky, and I and I knew from what Fran said that that kind of summed up the character, because she didn't really mean it. Yeah. Uh, you know, when she said, uh, but she's so unpredictable, and she really wasn't. <laughs> but I, I like Vicky. I like her. She keeps she tries, um, she tries to keep the boss on track, you know. Mm-hmm. Like she calls Kermit boss in chief. I like that. Cute. And the only thing someone else wrote in was Duck Duck Noose said, "My name is Vicky. I have been watching the Muppets since I was in daycare, but I never knew there was a Muppet named Vicky. Go figure. I love her and wish you could, would come back for a cameo. That would be. Little... I would like that. That would yeah. be awesome. I'd oh be my some god. Cool... If if we saw Digit again, I would lose my mind. I was about to say I'd be really surprised if the Jim Henson characters ever came back, but at the same time, I guess that would be actually kind of cool. Yeah, but I would be very I surprised. Think, um, I'm trying to think. I like you know, we'll see. What we haven't seen Clean Bunny in a while, but yeah, I'm Clifford sure wasn't. Clifford I'm sure was Bean tonight. Bunny will come back. Was Clifford a um, Jim Henson? Our character? No, he started in Muppets Tonight. Leon might be the one you're thinking of. That's the one that Kevin did. 
that was his no yeah no i knew i know he did leon on there well it's because because clifford came out oh no shit you're right you're right you're right you're right he was part of the band oh my god that's right well because i knew that he came around a bit earlier because in jim's last interview ever he was introducing clifford that was on the arsenio hall show right yep we're Pretty smart. Much. We know about we know about weird puppet stuff. Um, yeah, we're no, smart. you're right. I can't believe I forgot that because he was in Solid Foam, which is where I get my screen name from that I've had for the past ten years or so. <laughs> solid Solid yes. Foam Soul is my well, it's my live journal handle now and what I use nice. for most, most username things. Should we move on to our musical segment? Which I don't know how. We'll just. I guess we'll just. Yeah. Cut still, it in here. Yeah, I'll I'll cut it in. Still talking about Fran Brill. This is from the Jim Henson Hour. I want to be a dog's best friend. Ever since I was a little pup, just a half a hydrant high, I dreamed of how when I grew up, I'd fall madly in love with the one perfect But I can't make up my mind Wanna be a dog's best friend Looking for a dog but I don't know what kind I can take or leave retrievers And the huskies leave me cold Pointers I find pointless And hound dogs look so old Governments I'll pitch ya Greyhounds give me the blues Bassets I find boring But they Wanna be a dog's best friend Looking for a canine nine to five Don't care if he's a big dog I don't care if he's rich He'll be my ever-loving puppy And I'll just Welcome to family programming, folks. I've walked all over Afghans, hairy sheepdogs aren't all there. And as if you hadn't guessed, I think Great Danes are only fair. So where does my touching heart lead? It's a multiple choice question of greed. But when I true love the answer's none of the above cause the rules are land when you're a dog's best <laughs> now that's dog music she's hitting notes so high it's enough to turn your woofer into a tweeter separately but thanks to the magic of editing it's gonna sound like we're recording them together at the same time
We are totally in the same room right now and not pasted together thanks to the audio editing software. Ready? Ready when you are, Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan Rowe. And who are you? Hi, I'm Joe Hennis. And who's this dapper gentleman to my right? That's right, Joe. And we're from one, two, three, toughpigs.com. And you're listening to a podcast. Hey, Joe, what podcast are they listening to? Ha ha ha! You said it, Ryan. That's right. It's Frog Kissin', an official podcast of toughpigs.com. Hey, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Great job, Joe. Sorry, can we do another take? You're welcome. Our main topic for this uh, first episode that we're doing is kind of female performers and characters. Mm. Yeah, just because, you know, over the years, yeah. the I mean, The Muppets is kind of a boy's... I don't want to say boys game, but... Boys club. Thing. It's a boys club. Boys club. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Because they have always been a bit more prominent. And by a yeah. bit, I mean a lot. <laughs> and by a bit, you mean like, you know... Uh, 90%. One, one to eight ratio kind of thing going on. Um, Pretty much, unfortunately. Because there yeah. aren't... I'm sure you could probably count all the female Muppeteers, Muppet performers on like your hand, your fingers and toes. It's no, gotten a lot better that. recently, especially in Sesame Street. Because I remember me and you had this conversation about how if you look at Sesame Street, it's great. They've got a ton of female characters, a ton of female performers. Yeah. F- Fraggle Rock was all right because they did a better job kind of evening out the ratio. Yeah, and and, then... and the, the female characters and performers, two of them were the main characters. Exactly. Which was not – But then you, uh, you – know... then, then you get Muppets, which I love Muppets quite obviously, but – um, but the the core group that comes from the Muppet Show, basically, so that's where they were like the weakest in the female puppeteer area. Not necessarily, well, characters as well. We got Miss Piggy, mm-hmm. we got Janice, mm-hmm. and then I guess you got you have like Annie Sue as well, and like yeah. Hilda. But even so, they're not yeah. central characters. But if you said, "Hey, who's your favorite Muppet?" to somebody on the street, they are not going to say fucking Annie Sue Pig. That's <laughs> no not happening. That's um, really yeah, not. it's true. And and Camilla, also. And Camilla. But, I mean, if you look at if you look at those three main female Muppets, they are all played by guys mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Which, you know, nothing to say. You know, I, I love Frank Oz. I wouldn't want anyone else playing Miss Piggy, quite honestly. Right. But, and, I mean, it was a problem back then, and I want to say that they're doing a better job, but if you look at the central Muppets nowadays, they haven't added in any new female characters. Yeah. There aren't all the core Muppet performers right now are Although, dudes. To, yeah, and to be fair, the only Muppet characters that they have added, really, in like the past 20 years now, because we're old, um, is <laughs> Pepe and Walter. Well, I mean, yeah, like Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. Well, he's not really like a core dude, though. I mean, yeah, he kind he of is. is. Well, he kind of is, but he's been in like every production. He's not. He's not Pepe. He's, created. he's not like Pepe <laughs> relevant, but he's been in. He's been in all the Christmas stuff. And yeah, but I think that's just the with, the, with the addition of Bill, so that Bill got a core character to do. Do you know who's a new female character they created? Miss Pogi, but it's a dude playing it. Who? It her. So, Miss Pogi, Poogie. Oh, the, the Muppet. Yeah, that's the the yeah the. Yeah, but it's not. No. I mean, that, that was a. I don't think. I don't think she counts. 
honestly. Yeah. A, well, she's, yeah, she's going to be in the next film. Oh, is she? We'll talk, um, we'll talk about the new characters in the new movie later. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> For Muppets Tonight, they kind of tried to bring in, because they brought in um, Leslie. Yeah. And, but, I mean, they gave her characters like, what what was it, Spamela Anderson? Yeah. Where all her jokes had to do with, like, her boobs. And, and she was so was and, and she was so dated, too, because, you know. I know. It was Baywatch, because they had the, the Baywatch parody. That was what she was created to be, Pamela Anderson. So she's going to get dated, just like Polly Darton. Pretty much. It, they were created for to be that parody character. And then. Yeah, and she didn't really get any other, like, main characters no. on that show. She came back in the and comics. She was Snow White for did. some reason. I don't know why. I really don't. She was pretty, I guess, for a pig. I don't know. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, it's just, you know. She, she didn't really have much of a character, is what I'm saying. I don't know if she's kind and good and every <laughs> princess like. I don't know. But, um, yeah, something we've talked a lot about, how it, it kind of makes more sense that there were less females and female characters, I guess, in the past, because... You know, there weren't quite as many female performers back then. Yeah. The, you know, like when they f- um, first kicked off. Fran Brill did not even start as a puppeteer. I did know she that. She was just an actress that they that auditioned for it or whatever. And, yeah. and then now she's a puppeteer. It's kind of like yeah. Jerry Nelson didn't consider himself a puppeteer the best. for a long time. And, for, and Frank, you know, yeah. he didn't even want to, he didn't want to do it. <laughs> not really. Pretty much. But, um, um, and yeah, Jim, so I mean, for that matter. You know? Yeah, so it made more sense in the past, but like nowadays there are so many female performers, and I mean, I, I know I said that there aren't really any female performers nowadays and are working with the Muppets, but there are. They're just they're doing all the background characters. Yeah, yeah and I, I mean, didn't, you can't we can't not talk about Jane? Didn't Jane? Yeah, she because she started out helping out with like freaking Salmon Friends. Yeah, she was the other half. It was her and yeah. Jane, and that was it. And neither of them much. did voices for a while, and then Jim started doing voices, and she she didn't she didn't do any I don't think. And I mean, as we said, like Sesame Street's done an awesome job. You know, again, back in the day, they really only had like male Muppet characters, but yeah. like if you look at it nowadays, they've got like Zoe was what created I have it written down. Zoe was created Zoe. Sorry, I don't know why I was calling her Zoe. Because you're reading um, it, and it, that's what your brain does. I am. Um, yeah, she was created in 1994, Rosita was 1991, they've got Abby, yeah. I feel like there are more characters I can't think of at this moment, yeah, and they've also got, um, Prairie Dawn, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, because they've got, they've got Fran, Leslie, Carmen, Pam, and Stephanie yeah. on the show right now, and that's a good lot of people. In comparison, they're doing a lot better than The Muppet Show did, and the yeah. Muppet core characters and that kind of thing. Um well, they're like Although the, it's a, the shining star. With Sesame Street, I feel like they probably saw it as a necessity just because it is a show yeah. meant for children. And so it is very important they have that equal representation. Yeah. Because, I mean, also looking at, like, you know, the actual, like, people on the show, they have a really good balance of not only males and females, but people of different Ethnic yeah races and yeah. ages. And Sesame Street's just good at that because they have right. to be. Yeah, because that was that was the whole thing. That's the whole reason why. Um, was, to, was to represent who was not being represented. I think with like the, especially with the Muppets, it was just who they had available. They didn't have any females, and then they got Fran, so they had their female. You know. Yeah, um, well, they got Fran, and they had 
Aaron for the first season or two. But and she's not mentioned at all in the book. Well, she's I think they. Oh really? Her and like oh, John like Lovelady, Aaron. they're they're mentioned. They are literally mentioned. I think I don't recall reading Aaron's name. This um, is awful and off topic, but I always forget about John Lovelady. Like, and then I'll, I remember that he was there, and then I'm like, oh, I feel like a bad person. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, and then they got they did have Louise, and she was pretty. She was a lot more prominent for the Muppet Show. Yeah, compared to all the other especially female in the songs here. and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And then Car- and then Kathy and Karen came along for mm-hmm. the last couple. And then they were and it was, you know, pretty good. Then they did Fraggle Rock. Yeah, and then, I don't know why. I just think it's funny how you said it. Fraggle Rock. Not Fraggle, Fraggle Rock. Rock. Fraggle Rock. <laughs> um yeah, and then and but other than Red and Moki and Cotterpin, um they had they there was another really female have... They had another female performer on um, Fraggle Rock. They had Trish. Yeah, Trish. Trish. She, yeah, she did the, the right hand. She was Ma Gorg. Oh, I can't believe I forgot Ma. Yeah, and she was Tosh. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I like Tosh Fraggle. Nickley Bloggs asked a really interesting question for off of Tumblr. Do you view, view Miss Piggy as a feminist icon, and is your answer affected at all by the fact that she's performed by a man? I do. I have always seen her as kind of a feminist icon despite the fact that she's always been performed by frank or eric yeah um just because you know she is the character is a very strong female it's kind of did you see that tumblr post that was floating around with like the famous quote about like right women that are flawed right women yeah, that are yeah. strong that cry and chase yeah. men and yeah i replied probably... to that all right post i reblogged it and i said finally I think yes somebody did oh um, and i probably re- i probably reblogged it off you that's and that's always been Miss Piggy for me. You know, she's this really like boisterous, loud, independent female, but at the same time, she's not afraid to fall in love and be sensitive and yeah. Vulnerable. And and my favorite moments are when she is shown being vulnerable because she normally isn't. You Definitely. Know, she, you you know her for being aggressive and brash and you know the karate chops, which she only kind of does to bad guys now, which I like a lot. Because <laughs> before. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I mean, like, you know, like Jim says, it's violence is funny when it happens to puppets. However, beating up your boyfriend, not a good example. Um, It's not not a good female example. Anyway, you know, I think we know her for being a diva. But when, Mm -hmm. you know, Kermit yells at her in the park and she starts to cry and then gets upset. I mean, I like that. I like that stuff, too. I do, too. Um, She's a woman with needs. I so love Miss Piggy, she, she's and I mean, all. I mean, even though she's play, always been played by guys, um, that's never really taken away from the fact that you know she's a f- no, that's strong that's, female yeah, character. I mean, quite honestly, I would have like I would never recast her with anyone besides Frank Oz, and then obviously you know Eric playing yeah. her. But I mean, if one is, of the things, if you know, if down the line, you know, way way down the line, when when Eric retires. If a female steps up and can do this character and can do then that would be great. well, then that would be awesome. That would be wonderful. Um, Although, i got, I got to be completely honest. Like, whenever I'm feeling down, if I want to feel happy, I just imagine Frank Oz in the recording booth singing – do- um, have um singing why can't i think of the name never before and never again yeah like ima- imagining <laughs> him performing that song as a person just cracks me up yeah i like to do that too if i'm when i'm listening to the stuff just seeing them in the studio doing it is a lot of fun 
Um, that that and that also um, forget you in the new Muppet movie. I like to imagine oh, yeah, Matt Vogel singing that. It just makes me happy. And and whenever I you know the chickens, um, I always think of when they were doing it at Jim Henson's memorial. Mm-hmm. And and Steve has said like you would kill yourself laughing looking at our faces when we perform these characters. Yeah. Because the faces that we make to do this is ridiculous. You know, something. Like yeah, that. I do know. Um, but back on topic, and I guess just to wrap it up, um, the pretty dumb question, but like in the future, would you like to see more female Muppet performers and characters? Yes, we would. Why the hell yes, would we would. not? Why I would know. We not? Um, I'd love it if they brought in like, even like people from Sesame Street, you know, bring over Stephanie and bring back Leslie and, you know, give them, you know, characters, give them male characters, yeah. give them female characters, give yeah. them characters. <laughs> Somebody, you know, anybody. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I don't think we're gonna see any new female characters no. in this upcoming movie. So maybe in a future movie, we can get a new female character or two, and or even bring in... back the old ones. You know who I would want to see brought back because she's awesome and kind of scares me. Who? Sandra. Yeah, that would be wicked. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I know that there. Annie Sue's, I think, in this the movie coming up. Yeah, she is supposed to be in the in that. And so is Wanda. Yeah. From Wayne and Wanda. How about Wanda and Wayne? Oh yeah, That's and they were in the last cool. one too. Yeah. So maybe they they'll have some lines and not. Just I know. I like. I like this this trend of just like digging out old puppets and. Dog and. Pretty that much. We, that we get to see them again, and I think it's it is a testament to Disney. But we'll talk about. <laughs> What Disney's doing with them later? Yes, that'll That's be another podcast. Cause that'll be another we podcast. Spend way so much time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to touch on for the female performers or characters, or was that pretty much it? I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot in the future, just because there's so much you can say about it. Oh, I forgot. We we asked some people who their um, favorite performers were. Yeah, Lover Dreamers. You said that's hard to answer. Laura Chafe, um, who is at Twilcom1. It's a tie between Louise Gold and Karen Prell. My good friend Rachel, who's at Rich Sanders, said Karen Prell for sure. And our favorite, favorite guy, Frogfan76, can you guess who he said? <laughs> can you guess who he said? Mildred Huckstetter. Who else would he say? Anyway. Um, even though, okay, even so... though Mildred is not a Muppet performer. But you know that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter to him. <laughs> he just saw female, and that's who came to mind. Awesome. Let's go into our second musical segment, which is okay. It's Lime and the Coconut from the Muppet Show. I was listening to this on uh, my i uh, my iPhone, uh, my not my iPhone, my iPod. Jesus, whatever it is. Um, I'm old. My my <laughs> iPod, and uh, it kind of. I was thinking about when I had it, when I would listen to it as a kid on the record that we had. I knew it was Jerry Nelson doing The Doctor. I knew it was Kermit, you know. I didn't know who the females were, I guess because, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think about it. I didn't think, oh, who are these lady performers? Are they Muppets? Are they... I assumed that they were, that one of them was a guest star. I don't know. I didn't I didn't yeah. think about it. Um, I think that's a lot of society and doctrine as well when you think about the dudes you don't really think about the ladies exactly saying so i you know had a good listen and it's kathy and louise being awesome Mm. and so i really started to pay attention to their part 
I, I can't figure out who the monkey is. <laughs> I don't know. So I have no somebody, idea. If somebody knows, let me know. So that's what it is. Lime and the Coconut from The Muppet Show. I forget which episode, but there you go. Frog, he bought a coconut, he bought it for a dime His nephew had another one, he paid it for a lime True. He put the lime in the coconut, he drank them both up He put the lime in the coconut, drank them both up He put the lime in the coconut, drank them both up He put the lime in the coconut, he called the doctor, woke him up and said Doctor, ain't there nothing I can take? I say, doctor, to relieve this flipper ache I said, doctor, ain't there nothing I can take? I say, doctor now let me get this straight. You put the lime in the coconut, you drank them both up. You put the lime in the coconut, you drank them both up. You put the lime in the coconut, you drank them both up. You put the lime in the coconut, you call your doctor, woke him up, said doctor. Ain't there nothing I can take, I said doctor. To relieve this liver I said doctor. Ain't there nothing I can take, I said doctor. To relieve this whipperick, you put the lime in the coconut, you drank them both together. Put the lime in the coconut, then you feel better. Put the lime in the coconut, you drank them both up. Put the lime in the coconut and call me in the morning. totally didn't listen to it we'll put it in later all right um we've got to wrap this up quickly so yeah. muppeteer of the week where we basically spend 10 to 15 seconds raving about a muppeteer and this week's muppeteer is drum roll steve i can't do a drum steve. roll i can't do it you could do it on the, the google hangout thing oh you can't i'll do it we'll figure that out later basically no, i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do that <laughs> um, we love Steve. Steve is amazing. I could rant forever about like how much I admire him for like stepping up and taking over Kermit and how great he's just been doing over the years and how I love his characters and him as a person because he's awesome. He has pretty hair. I know <laughs> way too much about his hair. Fun fact. You've written I wrote, an article about his hair. I wrote an article. That was my first article for Tough Pigs. I wrote about how his hair has changed every decade and how it reflects on his characters and his life. Now that's a segue. That's um, a segue into, into no. what? No, I meant that was a segue. Me, I gave you a segue to talk about your Oh, article. oh. Yeah. Yes. No, but, yes, Steve, Laura, you... 
With you Steve, Steve, it was with Steve, it was love at first sight. <laughs> I was seven years old, staying up late, watching. Uh, staying up after my bedtime, I snuck out of my bed to watch the Jim Henson Hour episode, Secret of the Muppets. And, says, and Bean Bunny says, you know, and a lot cuter too. And I said, no, Bean, you're not. You're really not. I'm sorry, Bean. It's it's not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's when he had the perm. So you know that I truly loved that man, even with that. With the perm. With the I, eighty. With the with the eighties hair. Not gonna lie, I think him with the perm is like my my favorite. Like the picture of him holding Wembley when yeah. he has like the perm. Yeah, but it's his, too, it's but too his good. Hair, his hair. That's not. Mm, I don't know. If, his hair is a lot shorter, so it kind of looked better. I don't know. It was. Look, his, uh, you know, Rapunzel magical hair. We'll talk about that <laughs> all day long. Yeah, so Steve Whitmire, um, we'll probably continuously just talk about him randomly because he's the best. He'll just pop up in yeah. conversation always. That but just happens. That was, that was our <laughs> Muppeteer of the Week. We gotta move Yay. on because we've wasted way too much time. Questions! Basically, uh, let's see. Non Muppet Fact says this isn't a question; it's a statement. But I think it's but it's sweet. really nice. I'm super excited that both of you lovely gals are teaming up to do this podcast. Both of your personalities really shine through in text, and I bet you're great enthusiast. Wait, sorry, I messed that up. Um, both of your personalities really shine through in text. I bet your great enthusiasm for all things Muppets will be in more fun in audio. There were some typos in there. I didn't mess that up. Wait, anyway, you didn't have to that... say you called her out on her typos. You didn't have to. Oh, say that. I'm sorry. That was but that was from. No, that was from our friend Robin, <laughs> who's lovely, and wonderful. And thank you for saying that, Robin. Yeah, that was very nice of you. Cliff and Kendall. <laughs> this is my favorite question. Um, yeah. Cliff they and also, Kendall asked. They also, they also have a podcast, by the way. Oh, um, nice. I did did not know that. Um, yeah, I checked. But it they out. asked. So was Janice always high or what? If so, that would only make me love her more. Like, for sure, really. You know she was. Yeah, she was. She probably was. Probably. Pro- yeah, saying. considering she's based on Janis Joplin. Maybe not all the time. A I'm lot sure. of the time. Not gonna lie. Look, um, normal people's eyes don't look like that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's true. <laughs> to be fair, normal people don't look like Janice to begin with, but... True. Because she's a puppet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on, moving right along. But she's, at, yeah, so, she's one of my favorites, so. I'm moving on. All right, all right. We, yeah. we have to keep going. Um, at So Crawer asked um, what our favorite The Muppet Show episode is. I um, want to say the John Cleese one. Yeah. Probably. Because that's a good one all around. Or the Madeline Kahn one. It's between those mm. two. I can't pick What's just one, so I'm going to name like five. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Elton John, not in order. Elton John, um, Danny Kaye, Gene Kelly, Harry Belafonte, and Gilda Radner, and Steve nice. Whitmark. Those... I mean, Steve Whit. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Steve Martin. The episode is just gold. Steve Martin's episode. Those are, those are all really good episodes. The Gilda Radner one's probably my third favorite, actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Um, Nikki Bloggs from Tumblr asked, what are some of the ways the Muppets inspired you while you were growing up? Name two of the characters that inspired you the most. And mm-hmm. we kind of already touched on being inspired by them. Yeah. But who are the two characters that have inspired you the most? Gonna say Gonzo, which is a given because it's me. <laughs> and probably yeah. Miss Piggy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Miss Piggy and Gonzo. 
How so? How so for Miss Piggy, even though we need to not get into long discussions? Uh, she's just a strong, <laughs> keeping it short, she's just yeah. a strong female character who um, not entirely identified with, but def- definitely certain aspects of her, and yeah. I don't know. And then uh, just, you know, he does what he loves to do, and he doesn't care what everyone thinks about him, so it's yeah. a pretty good outlook on life, even if he's a little strange. Those are good answers. I'm going to steal your answers. But I'll also say Kermit, too. Um, because, you oh, know, Kermit's... When yeah. he, especially uh, one of the scenes that really spoke to me, I guess, as a kid, was uh, when he was, and and kind of confused me, but, you know, I, I'd be surprised if it didn't confuse every kid when they watched it for the first time. It's in the Muppet movie when he was talking to himself, when he's talking to his conscience. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and it was like, you know, he kind of gets mad that everybody's depending on him, but then, you know, <laughs> he realized that he... You know, he did promise somebody. He promised mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. That's one of my favorite That's... Kermit scenes, anyway. But Kermit, um, he's just a swell guy. Yeah, um, and he's just inspirational I also pretty much all around. strive to be swell. <laughs> pretty swell. <laughs> uh, Lovers, Dreamers, and You asked favorite slash least favorite Muppet production. Production as in film or just like anything that they've done? I guess anything. Uh, least favorite is Muppets Wizard of Oz, hands yeah. down. We'll talk. We'll talk about that on another another date. Although it should be pretty self-explanatory. Mm. And my favorite is The Great Muppet Caper. I think my favorite is probably Muppets Take Manhattan. I don't know. My least favorite would be. I'm really. I told you I'm bad at lists. So asking me like my favorite anything, I would be like, oh, but I like this. But oh, I really like this one too. Um, I'm really. I'm. I'm. Look. Uh, all right. If you want to talk about a Muppet that inspires me, how about a Muppet that I am is frickin' Wembley. I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide on shit. There we go. Yeah. So um, there you go. Okay. Now you know more about us too. And um, Jen by off of Tumblr asked two questions. What did you decide to make? Why did you decide to make a Muppet podcast? And what are your top five favorite Muppet tiers? We already did the podcast one. Yeah. And as for Five favorite Muppeteers. I literally cannot give you what five. What did I just I love tell you? All. What, what was yeah, her name again? Yeah, that's why. What was her name? Um, Jen Bai? Jen B? Jen, Jen, what did I just tell you about lists, Jen? <laughs> Look, you gotta listen when we're talking to you three days in the past, okay? Um, I, God, I don't know. I don't have a list. I love them all. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that, like, at the top is Dave and David. Yeah. Personally, and and Steve and Eric I, and all right, Jim. I, I, I can't do it. I'm not going to lie. I love Steve, Richard, and Brian the most if, you know, I had to be, like, trapped on a desert island with them or something. Dave's probably my favorite. Dave and Jerry. <gasps> I love Dave. And Fran and Karen. And, I mean, like, uh, who doesn't like Karen? I love Karen. Mean, mean Karen Prowl. That's another tough thing. And Leslie. She's so... I love Leslie. She's hilarious. Carmen. I love them all. And one... I'll have to... In a future episode, I'll talk about my strange... My my strange determination to give David Redman a hug. (laughs) We need to bring back that tag on Tumblr that... Not Tumblr. Twitter I had for forever. Where it was like, hashtag Julia Gaskell wants to hug David Redman. And and people actually reblogged it. Yeah. Well, we'll bring that back. So that's we should have a hashtag for the week. We should. That would be what awesome. What should the hashtag so for the week be? Our hashtag for the week should be the one you just said. It should be hashtag Julia wants to hug David Rudman. Yeah. So all of you go and use that on your Twitters, 
and in, in a relevant hope. in a relevant way, please. Um, yes. Okay. How many do we have? Another question. Let's just we do have one more. more. We have one more question left, and it's probably actually not going to lie. My favorite question. <laughs> lovely listener, Frogfan76 asked, "What is your favorite thing about me?" What isn't our favorite thing about Frogfan76? I know. I don't think I can choose one. Or Froggy. I call him Froggy. He's pretty uh, great all around. Yeah. His videos, he's so very good at making videos. He's good at making and videos. He's, and he's very good about acknowledging his fans, which is, I think is a very important thing when you're a celebrity. That is. When you're a celebrity like true. he is. He knows his Muppet facts really well. More than, except, probably more than we do <laughs> right except now. When we <laughs> ask, except when we ask for favorite female performers and he tells us Mildred that's... yeah well you know he's got Mildred on his mind he just saw female and that was what came up so Mildred! that's his yep. I, that's to be fair that's probably the answer for just about everything but he and he's extremely funny he's very, he's very clever. funny he's very me, me and Laura Laura and I just watched slash listened to his Christmas episode before we yeah, when we took a break from doing the podcast and Julia I hadn't seen, seen it, it before it was very funny when he was list when he was listing off all the things he wants for Christmas and giving kind of the strange yeah. descriptions of them. Zombie um, Gonzo, <laughs> my favorite one. <laughs> animal panties. Yep, so pretty he's, much. He's the best, and I really can't wait to awesome. uh, to talk to him later on down the line. Because um, which he promised, he promised to do that. He came on for an interview. Yeah, I'd love that. That would make my life. It actually would. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I mean, I've met I've met not very many celebrities. I met uh, uh, William Christopher that played uh, Father Mulcahy in Mash. That was pretty awesome. Never seen Mash, so that just went over my head. Well, I have. I've seen every single episode. That was a big deal for me. But I don't know. I, met... I think I think uh, Frog Fan seventy six. I think that might top it. I met but, some you know, Hobbit actors recently. All you did, yeah. Well, oh, I was gonna say I was gonna say about Frogfan76. You know, they say not to meet your heroes, but I think that's a chance that we have to take. You know, it's a risk we're willing to take. Yeah, it's a risk we're much. willing to take because I mean, he's so funny and he's he seems so nice. It's hard to believe that that would be just like a put on. You know, I don't I don't think it's we have I don't great. think we have anything to worry about. But you know, gonna that's gonna that's gonna be that's a little ways down the line when he can clear his schedule for us and that kind of thing. So we'll see. It's a busy schedule. Of watching exactly. Muppet things on repeat, yeah. and you know and... Making, making his brilliant videos. I'm sure that doesn't yep. take. I mean, that's that's not. He didn't throw that together like we threw that threw this together. He, you know, we he has like this he has like teams of people. I'm sure helping him out with that. He's got his dad. Yeah, I'm sure he has a lot to to help out with. Um. Anyway, okay, I could you know we could do we could do a whole episode about Frog Fan seventy seven. 76. Hopefully, we wow. will. 76. 76. Do you think that's an important, <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously, that's when the Muppet Show. That's going to be show. like my first, that's my first question I'm going to ask him. I'm going to be like, why 76? Well, that's when the Muppet Show started. Oh, so right. I think oh, that would never be mind. <laughs> Oops. I'm going to leave now. I'm a terrible fan. I think fan. that's, maybe that's a good place to end it, so we can, you know, actually. On the fact that I'm to... terrible and I can't remember dates at all. That's well, okay. This has been fun. It has. No, it really has. I know you said that sarcastically, but it has. <laughs> no, it, 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 it actually has. We should do it again next week. Hopefully, yeah. I think I think maybe we can. 
Um, I think now we've actually like figured out how to record, and I have a mic. Yeah, and hopefully it we can be... do it better. That's it for this week. And I think thanks so much for I listening. Think I think it's enough for this week. <laughs> what it yeah. is. And if you guys managed to actually listen to that entire thing, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. You deserve so much. We cannot give. <laughs> we can give you love, though, and that's yeah. everything. We Yeah, we will give you a shout-out if you say something to us for the next yeah. podcast. Definitely. We'll ask, like, a question or something on the Twitter and Tumblr, but definitely always shoot us questions um, to let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of the episode, this one, and future ones. And, <laughs> I mean, obviously this is the first episode, so a lot of it was really, like, trial and error. We had... I like I had things written out, but it, and we so... know we know the audio is all wonky. We didn't. I mean, we've we've been talking to each other for about five hours now, just trying to figure things out. <laughs> just a lot of trial and error. It'll get better as we go along. That's all that's right. all I've got to say. I'm ready to go to sleep now. I know it's only six here. Never mind. <laughs> it's like midnight where you are. Yeah, I, I could I could stay up though. It's all right. All right. I'm These gonna... people probably can't, yeah. so we should we should sign off. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. And that's the secret of frog kissing. And you can do it too if you just listen. Just slow down, turn around, bend down, and kiss you, a frog.